Good afternoon, everyone, and thank you for joining us for today's update regarding the Alberta wildfires. We will begin with an update from Bree Hutchinson from the Alberta Emergency Management Agency, and then hear from Christy Tucker from Alberta Wildfire. We will then, of course, take your questions. Bree, go ahead. Thank you, and good afternoon. I'll start today with an update on the fire activity and evacuations in the Fort Chippewan area. An evacuation order remains in effect for the area, including the Miccosu Cree First Nation, Fort Chippewan Metis Nation, and Athabasca Chippewan First Nation. Evacuation efforts for these, for these areas are ongoing, and anyone in Fort Chippewan who has not yet left should contact Pulse, a municipal helpline at 1-800-973-9663 or 780-743-7000 between 7 a.m. and 7 p.m. to request a seat on a plane. Residents evacuating by boat should travel to Barge Landing in Fort Mackay. And all evacuees should bring important documents, medication, and supplies to last at least seven days. Stay informed by visiting the Regional Municipality of Wood Buffalo's website for the most current updates at rmwb.ca slash fortchip. Alberta continues to be under a provincial state of emergency and, a and the Provincial Emergency Coordination Centre remains at a level four. Currently, there are seven states of local emergency, five band council resolutions, and 4,325 people evacuated. Six reception centres are open to provide services and supports to evacuees. The fire in Fort Chippewan area remains a high priority, but as you know, fires continue to burn across the northern part of the province. This is a stressful and difficult time for those who have been evacuated or on an evacuation alert or have loved ones affected by wildfires. Mental health support is available by calling 211 or by visiting alberta.ca slash emergency to find information on other supports. The wildfire situation remains serious. While more fires are being contained and more evacuees are safely returning home, there is still a lot of work to be done. As the weekend approaches, we urge Albertans to remain vigilant and closely follow updates on the wildfire situation across the province. I know many Albertans want to provide support during this emergency. The number one thing people can do to help is to prevent new wildfires from starting. Before heading outdoors this weekend, please check albertafirebans.ca to see if there are fire bans or restrictions in the area and abide by them at all times. There are still a number of Albertans evacuated from their homes and others who may need to evacuate on short notice. Here are a few key reminders of how to prepare for an evacuation. First, I encourage all Albertans to visit alberta.ca slash be prepared for online resources to help ensure the process goes smoothly. You'll find information on how to build an emergency kit, plans for pets, which documents to bring with you and other useful tips. You should also download the Alberta Emergency Alert mobile app. Up-to-date information on evacuation orders and alerts is available at alberta.ca slash emergency. If you're in an area that's been evacuated, please continue to pay attention to your local authority for the most up-to-date information. Our 24-hour information line at 310-4455 remains available for anyone who may have questions. I'll conclude by reminding evacuees looking for more information or needing questions answered that we are holding another telephone town hall tonight. It starts at 7 p.m. and the phone number to dial in is 1-833-380-0691. I will also 
uh, also once again ask all Albertans to do everything they can to reduce the risk of starting another wildfire or increasing the spread of existing fires as we approach the weekend. The fire danger in the province continues to be very high, especially in the northern region. We can all play a part in reducing the risk of new fires. Thank you, and I'll now invite Christy to give an update from Alberta Wildfire. Thank you, Bree. There are currently 61 wildfires in the forest protection area of Alberta. 15 of those are out of control. So far this year, we've responded to 555 wildfires, burning more than 1,120,000 hectares. Many areas of the province have received rain, reducing the wildfire danger in most of Alberta. But the fire danger level remains extreme in the north. And the wildfire near Fort Chippewan has been producing smoke. However, the size of the wildfire and distance to communities are not believed to have been changed since yesterday. It remains 10 kilometers from the community of Fort Chippewan and 8,600 hectares in size. This continues to be our top priority. We have firefighters, helicopters, and air tanker support on this fire, working hard to contain the south and east flanks. We're moving more resources to this wildfire in the days ahead. Today, more than 175 new firefighters are arriving from the Yukon, British Columbia, and the United States. They'll be sent out to wildfires we continue to fight across the province. On Saturday, we'll be welcoming 215 from South Africa. This is truly an international effort. Now, many other provinces across Canada are starting to experience the extreme wildfire conditions we've been fighting in Alberta for the past month. We're grateful to all of those who have already come to assist us and to those who are still here in the province. It's because of the strength of our resource sharing agreements that we can reach beyond our borders when Canada is facing an unprecedented wildfire situation like this. Thank you. Thanks, Christy. Operator, we have no questions in the room. Could you please put through the first reporter on the phone? Christy, did you hear that? It's Audrey. Hi, I think... Hi, yes. Um, I don't know if Josée Saint-Ange is there. If she is, we would very much like a response in French from her as well. Otherwise, English is all right. I would like to know if you know how many people are still in the Athabasca Fort Chippewan region who have not evacuated and are not planning to fight the fires. Uh, thank you for your question. So currently we have on record 731 registered evacuees from Fort Chippewan. Uh, we do know there are some members of the Fort Chippewan Métis community that are staying in the community to help support the response there. Um, I don't have exact numbers of who's in the community, but I, I can tell you we are working very closely with the local authority to ensure that everybody who needs to leave has the opportunity to leave. Just for clarification, Audrey, that was Bree Hutchinson who answered your question. Do you have a follow-up? Thank, thank you. I appreciate the clarification. Uh, yes, I do. Um, also, another number question. Do you know if this wildfire season is causing a record number of First Nations and Métis uh, people being evacuated this year? Or 
have we seen a year where it was worse for them? I think in general, we've mentioned more than once, this is an unprecedented wildfire season. And I think the number of communities impacted all within a pretty short period of time is a very high number. This is a quite a complex wildfire season for response and evacuations. I don't have specifics on numbers for those communities, but I can tell you there is approximately 38,000 Albertans that have been evacuated at one point or another uh, for this. Um, it's difficult to put a number on exact numbers when we're talking about Indigenous peoples because Indigenous peoples live in all areas of the province and we've had larger communities evacuated at one point. Thank you, Bree. Operator, can you please put through the next reporter? Emily Murph, Global News. Hi, thanks. Um, so we heard the uh, total hectares provided by uh, Christy about um, just over a million hectares burnt so far this season. I'm wondering um, how much is currently actively burning fire, if you can provide that, just like the size of the active fires. Thanks. Um, I think, uh, unfortunately, I don't have that at my fingertips, but if you go to the wildfire status map, you can certainly see uh, the individual uh, hectares burned of each of the major fires. Um, I, I believe that 1,122,000 is fairly accurate. Uh, we have uh, many of the wildfires that have started burning a, a month ago are still going, uh, and they haven't been uh, considered officially extinguished, even if they are not. Uh, an under out, out of control status. So I think that is accurate to more or less the number that are still currently uh, on the books. Emily, do you have a follow-up? Yeah, thank you. And thanks for that clarification. Um, in terms of the fire in Fort Chip or near Fort Chip, uh, is the fire attack, are you able to do a ground attack now or is it still solely aerial? We do have firefighters on the ground. We have uh, uh, firefighters and an overhead team now uh, on the ground there um, in the in the Fort Chippewan area. Uh, we do have uh, nine helicopters as well as additional air tanker support. So there are air supports and ground supports uh, uh, working on this fire to control it. Uh, on the ground, they are working on ignition opportunities. So that is in a very controlled way, removing some of the fuel in between the wildfire and uh, the community. It's one of the tools that we use to control the movement of a fire as much as possible. And in a controlled way, firefighters will We'll be working on uh, igniting small patches uh, of vegetation just to remove that as uh, something that the wildfire could feed on as it moves closer to the community. So uh, they're working on a number of tactics, but certainly that is one of them. Thanks, Christy. Operator, could you please put through the next reporter? Jeremy Sin, Canadian Press. Hi there. There I haven't mentioned before, there are some people who are going to be staying back in Fort Chip, at least that's what they're saying. Uh, what would your message be to them if they are deciding to stay back and not evacuate? Sorry, um, 
I think we've been, like I've said before, we're working very closely with the local authorities and the communities in Fort Ship to ensure that people are safe at home. In this circumstance, there's agreement with the local authority of some individuals staying back to help support the community uh, in the response for this. And so they're ensuring their safety. Uh, we would work with the local authorities to ensure that they have the appropriate protective equipment and understand when to move and all those things. So the biggest piece is safety. Uh, we suggest all Albertans, if there's an evacuation order in place, that they must leave unless their local authority uh, has included them in some form of the response and they have all the right safety protocols and procedures in place to ensure that they can get out when needed. Thank you, Bree. Jeremy, do you have a follow-up? Yep, and I'm just wondering how often planes and boats will be made available to folks up there um, in the evacuation. Is it going to be continuous for the next day? Is it just going to be for today and tomorrow? Um, just, just how that would work. So we continue to work with the community there to ensure that we will be able to evacuate people safely out as needed. So this would be on a continuous basis until it's no longer available. Uh, we have provided uh, lots of options in regards to air and then the boats within the community too. Uh, I'll just highlight this is something this community has practiced for consistently throughout the years, uh, using both boats and planes to evacuate out. So it'll be available until it's no longer needed. Operator, can you confirm there are no others waiting in the queue? There are no other questions on the line at this time. Thank you. That is it for today. Please note we will send out a media situation report later today. Thanks, everyone.